On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I'm in a great mood today. I'm in just an excellent mood this Friday afternoon. Nothing can mess this up because not only is it the last Friday before Thanksgiving, so we get to sit down with family very soon. It's also we're entering here week 11 of the NFL, and I just witnessed last night from Derrick Henry, who is, you know, we already know what he looks like as an athlete. We already know what his abilities have been these past five, six years in the NFL as he's been one of the most dominant running backs in the league. But I have a new title to maybe crown him as, and that's what we'll be discussing today here on Ken LaVica Live. As you noticed, Ken LaVica is out. He's traveling with the FAU football team who takes on Middle Tennessee on the road tomorrow, a 3.30 kickoff. Middle Tennessee, by the way, the same team that crushed the Miami Hurricanes. This is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. A big Teddy takeover here on Ken LaVica Live on this Friday. We got Christian Cat on the ones and twos. No Stone Labanowitz. He'll be on Josh Cohen and the home team from four to six. Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. And of course, with me, like we always do on Fridays, and especially now because she's back from traveling the world, we have the worldly Dominican diva, Jeanette. Javier making her return this week back to ESPN West Palm's airwaves. Jeanette, uh, does it feel good to be back in South Florida or would you rather be back, you know, traveling the world and, and just being a, a global diva? I think you can answer that yeah. one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes unsaid. Well, we're happy to have you back here. You walked in here with the shades, uh, you know, moments ago, and I'm like, Thank yeah, I can, tell, I can tell she had herself a good time. What was the best, I mean, if you had to pinpoint – the best city you've traveled to? Because how many different spots were you hitting? I've seen you on Twitter in so many different spots and kicking it. What um, city? This trip, I went on four cities. Four cities. Rome, Florence, Paris, Budapest. Mm, that's that's good. That's a nice, healthy trip. It was very good. What was the highlight? Highlight, probably Budapest as a whole. Yeah. Because it was shocking and it was splendid going to a European football match. Oh, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. So you got to experience a little sports overseas there. Yes. Every time I travel, I try to go to sporting event. Yeah, that's nice. Did you? Uh, who was playing? Do you remember it all? Or? I cannot pronounce these yeah. names that they have. <laughs> it's beautiful on paper, and it is the most adorned um, soccer slash football team in Hungary. But I saw a couple World Cup players and European soccer matches are a blast. Yeah, that's nice. Everybody nights. needs to experience one. I would love to. I would love to. And, of course, uh, Ken LaVica Live hitting the road on Monday. Next time you uh, hear our voices on Monday, we'll be at Stormhouse Brewery for a um, for a World Cup kickoff yeah. event. So that'll be fun as well. I'm, I'm excited for World Cup. Even though I'm not soccer guy, I'm excited to uh, just get, get be part of the vibes. And also, anytime there's an international sporting event, let alone any sporting event, that just means more opportunities to drink. For like, sure. And- sign me up. And my favorite part is, of course, I'm I'm from the Dominican Republic, and there's no Dominican team, but I love sports. Yeah. So I'm supporting everybody. So that means I get an opportunity to drink for every country. Yeah, I was about to say, so every goal is a celebration for you. Yes. (laughs) I'm slightly more biased towards, of course, the U.S. and Hungary right now. Yeah. But 
Everything else, go soccer matches, go I, beer. I love it. Go soccer matches, go beer. That'll be the theme for us uh, again Monday, Stormhouse Brewery from 12 to 2, Ken Levick Alive. Hitting the road, hitting the road. And I can't wait for that because they actually left me behind. The last two shred days they had, they left me behind. So I'm glad I'm finally able to hit a remote and be able to interact with fans. And also maybe we get some taste testing there at Stormhouse. That'll be fun. Today, though, Jeanette, isn't about that. We'll save that for Monday. Today is what I want to proclaim as. I know next Friday is Black Friday. That's when people beat each other up in line. That's when people try to get the good deals. That's when people mm-hmm. are hopefully still heavy and hungover from Thanksgiving the day before. Because I know that's what I would be on a Black Friday. That's It's Blackout Friday for me. No, actually, this is a strategy that I use. Yeah. So when I was bartending, the night before Thanksgiving is always the biggest drinking night of the year. Mm. Because what do you do the next day? You eat. You, you eat. eat. That's Pound it. the stomach. You have no work. Yeah. And you eat the most fantastic hangover food ever. So I... Drink till I cannot take care of myself <laughs> Wednesday because I'm around family, so oh, I don't it's mind. It's the best. It's the, it, it literally lines up to be the best because you have the most loved ones around you as any other day of the year. And it's at the house, too, yeah. so it's whatever, and you want to Uber around, you can. Yeah. Thursday, you wake up hungover at 2 o'clock. Two hours later, you got the meal on the table. Nice, nice. Then you pass out, and then you wake up at 4 o'clock to go shopping. Well, it's the thing, though. So for you, there's no post-Thanksgiving meal drinking because for me, Mm-mm. all I recall is, so no, you're, after you eat your meal, you go to sleep and you wake up and you shop. Yeah, because typically the night before Thanksgiving, it's, oh, I, I don't want to drink. I need round two. I need round two. No, I'm a no, round no. two guy. Especially with mashed potatoes and yeah. I don't know You got what the perfect base. But no. I'm done. I wanna, <laughs> that to me is the perfect base to take a nap. I'm so Car surprised. me out and then I'll take a nap and it, then I go shopping. We're only five minutes into the show here and you've already shocked me to no ends that you are not taking another opportunity on a Thursday night with your stomach full so you probably can add a second or third shot in there that you usually can't squeeze in that you're not taking another opportunity to drink. But you know what? Maybe you're, I mean, of course, you just got done traveling. It's you, the one time that I'm actually responsible about drinking. I like that. I like that. It's growth. I love it. Uh, <laughs> but again, we'll, we'll save some of that for later. I want to start off, next Friday is Black Friday. And this Friday, thanks to the man, the myth, the legend, big number 22 in the blue, Derek Henry, I'm proclaiming it as Freaky Friday. It's Freaky Friday because what I saw from Derrick Henry last night, and it wasn't a spectacular performance. It wasn't even his best performance of the season, let alone the last three weeks. But what I saw last night on Thursday Night Football when the Titans beat up on the Packers um, 27-17 at Lambeau Field was a guy at running back that I don't think we're giving enough credit to, I don't think we're giving enough recognition to, as well as we're not just outright saying what it is. This dude is a freak he is maybe the biggest freak athlete in sports six foot three 250 pounds last night he also uh did another historical thing in his running list of just knocking down any record set in front of him uh Derrick Henry was the first player with at least 20 carries two completions a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in the same game since Walter Payton in 1983 Derrick Henry continues at a rate where every single year at the beginning of the year, we all assume he's done. 
He's getting old. He's getting older. He's getting too many carries, too many touches. The Titans use him as a workhorse running back, which in 2022 is a dying strategy. And every single year, especially because of last year's foot uh, foot injury, people are ready to write off Derrick Henry. But yet again, Derrick Henry proves that he is the guy that totes the crown when it comes to running backs in the NFL. He's the first running back this year to get to 1,000 yards, currently leading all running backs in rushing yards right now, coming off a season where people were ready to write him off and say he's over the cliff. I'm here to declare Derrick Henry, not Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? Right? Not LeBron James, not Shohei Otani, not any of these other freak athletes who are able to do these wonders and wonders on the field um, where other athletes, their competitors, their compadres, their, their, you know, people that are on their own teams, their colleagues can't match that kind of level of effort. I'm here to declare that King Henry is the king freak athlete of them all here on Freaky Friday on Ken LeVick Alive. Jeanette, I know your favorite player is Tom Brady. I was going to say. And he might be a freak off the field. Um, not really certain. Maybe if he was, maybe that divorce wouldn't have. But I don't want to get into it. Look, he might be a freak <laughs> off the field. Where I'm not. Hey, 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 hey. Because I have my opinions on both off and on the field. <laughs> I'm just saying, a dude that doesn't really partake in 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 health, in, you know, or that eats that much healthy food. I'm just not certain how uh how how much of a freak he is off the field. But I know on the field, you he's think not a freak. He's suffering. I don't he's going to think he went to. Munich and had the time of his life. I don't know. After I, a divorce. This is all speculation, Jeanette. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying what I Please. see. It's, I'm just saying what I see. But Please. I know on the field, Tom Brady is not a freak athlete. And I know that anytime we do any of these discussions, Jeanette, you find a Wait. way to either sneak Brady into it or a magic player. <laughs> it's not a ma- I'm not sneaking any magic okay. player, don't worry. So as I propose this topic to you with that prelude, Tom Brady, not a freak athlete, none of the How magic is players. He's not a freak athlete, though. He's not a freak athlete. He's 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 a great. He's forty five years old, still set in stats. What a, what? How are the Bucks the doing this year? On the way to another Super Bowl. The Bucks are struggling to beat out the Panthers and the Saints and the Falcons in their division. That was during the divorce. <laughs> We're talking post divorce. Look, I, forget all of that, Jeanette Javier. We're talking post divorce, Jeanette Javier. There's a thing. There was an emotional toll, and it's evident. F- find a way to keep Tom Brady out of this. Give me a second. Give who, me a second. Who is the biggest freak athlete in sports today? No matter the sport, you can go. MLS, which I don't know why you would, but you can go soccer as a whole. You can go baseball, football, basketball. Who's the biggest freak in sports today here on Ken LeVick Alive on Freaky Friday? Who you got? All right, we can go Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Maybe. Why maybe? Because I, I still think it's Tom Brady. <laughs> you are insufferable with this Tom Curry? Brady. How is he a freak athlete? Do you want to go athlete? with one of the Currys? Yeah, let's go one of the Currys. Stephen Curry, of course. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. But so what you're saying is you think Tom Brady and maybe even Steph Curry in this sense, are they freak athletes because of what they're able to Steph do at Curry, their age? No. Steph Curry has been a freak athlete pretty much ever since the Golden State Warriors have been dominant on yeah. the, in basketball. So you just the, – the, the raw ability. When I think of a freak athlete, I think about guys who shouldn't be able to accomplish what they accomplish at their size, at their weight, height, speed, like them being – you know, they they talk about how in, in in sports, especially in football, you can't teach four three speed. You know, me, you can't teach six, six foot three, and to be able to do those things in one body while also being talented, if that feels more to me like a freak athlete versus Steph Curry, who feels more of a super highly skilled athlete. For me, it's also about consistency. Mm. Can you do the same thing over and over again repeatedly? Can you always not only beat those expectations but supersede them? Mm. And with Tom Brady and Curry, 
I feel like it's both. It's a little bit of both. Yes. So you're riding. You're riding with a Brady Curry mix here for yeah, your. Yeah, because I couldn't do Tom Brady. <laughs> and Aaron Judge, don't forget. Why Aaron Judge though? I've never heard this Aaron Judge angle, and I know it's a it's a I Houston Astros. I just thought Astros. about his home run record right now, and yeah. I was like, you want something to make y'all happy? Christian over here is a Yankees fan. He is. I hope you're still crying about the Astros. Oh, but, he is. But that's the answer. I couldn't go Tom Brady. You stripped me from that reward. I know. I had to. I had to get it preemptively before you can do it. Also, I have to ask, now that you brought up my Houston Astros. My the ring, Houston Astros. Is the ring coming in soon? Is it, Are you getting fitted, or how's that working out? We're, I got the email. You got the email. So, we'll see. Jeanette Javier. We'll see. The first person in ESPN West Palm history to earn a ring. I'm a World Series champ. World Series champion Jeanette Javier. You know, here since you're an actual Houston Astros fan, I'll let you put it on first. Yeah, you got let me. I mean, let me rock it. Throw a little <laughs> pick up on the gram or something, man. That's gonna be crazy. That's great. I'm so happy that you're uh, that we're both on the winning side here. Go Strohs and the Yankees suck you as know, we always. You know, what's the first thing my mommy asked me. What are you gonna sell it? Wow. You can't sell that though, right? Like no, you can no, sell it, to. but you don't, don't want, want to sell that. I don't want to. Because it's not like you're a former, you know, player or you're even a player that can earn another one. Like when are you going to get another shot at it? Hopefully next season, being the spring training back in game Astros again. Come on now, Dusty. <laughs> and Dusty Baker's coming back. Astros manager. Dusty Baker's definitely coming back. Come on now. Come on now. Let's go. Jeremy Pena, maybe he's a freak athlete. But I got to ask you, <laughs> 888-760-3776, I have Derrick Henry. I say he is the king of all freaks when it comes to sports right now. When you look at the size, when you look at the package he comes in and what he's able to do running through defenders, barreling over people. He had his, his one-on-one with Taylor Rooks um, last night on Amazon Prime Video where he discussed the art of the stiff arm. To be able to do all of that at that size, to be able to catch two passes – 45 yards mm. to be able to throw a touchdown pass and make two completions on a night, um, especially when Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback. You need other guys to step up and make completions. Derrick Henry, to me, is the king of all freak athletes here on today, Freaky Friday. Jeanette Javier is going with a mixture of either Steph Curry or the athlete that I refuse to name Tom again. Brady. Because he should not be in this discussion. The GOAT. Yeah, whatever. Uh, football quarterbacks. Who is your king of all freak athletes today in the – uh, world of sports, or maybe even all time, because we can really open up this discussion and talk about guys like Bo Jackson, talk about guys like Deion Sanders. Messi. Talk, talk about Lionel Messi. That's a good one as well. I mean, of course, now that you're you, you're worldly, you've been out there traveling, you're talking, it's soccer season right now. I know, I'm so, I'm so, it's football. Football. It's you know, football, okay. Soccer here. That's soccer. how us Europeans say it. Yeah, oh, us Europeans. <laughs> Oh, there's uh, all right now. Any the Dominicans out there hear you? They're not far. They're no, not a, no, no. I'm I'm proud to be Dominican number one. <laughs> but if I could be a dual, triple, dual citizen, tr- a triple passport citizen yes. of the DR, the states, and any country in Europe, please help. Say less. Say less. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. That's the number to call here into Ken Levick alive and tell me who is your king of freak athletes or maybe even queen of freak athletes that we have in the world of sports today. I'm going Derrick Henry. Jeanette Javier is going to go with Steph Curry. And Mm -hmm. who's that guy again? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I I always forget his name. I'm here to remind you all the time. Don't worry. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. When you look at what Derrick Henry, though, I want to focus back in on the running back for the Titans, who yet again is leading a team. I mean, the Tennessee Titans don't have the talent nor the roster nor really, they, they don't have the look of a team that should be as good as they are this year. But you look up at the records, 
Last year, they were the number one seed in the AFC. Now, what Ryan Tannehill did to the Titans in the opening round for them against the Bengals and throwing an interception on the opening drive, an interception on the last drive of the second or the first half, and an interception on the last drive of the game. He went for the um, he, triple crown there of interceptions in that playoff game where the Bengals uh, beat the Titans en route to their AFC championship win. It's hard to get on board and say that the Tennessee Titans are a team to reckon with right now in the NFL. But when you have Derrick Henry, and when you have a guy like that that you can run your offense all the way around, and a guy that the defense, even when he's not toting the rock, Jeanette, they have to have guys in the box. They have to have guys prepared to stop the run, and it showed on Derrick Henry's touchdown pass in the goal line, just how much gravitas he has to him. You mentioned Steph Curry as your freak athlete, and a big part of that for Steph Curry, his ability to make his teammates better, and the reason why it's so hard to beat the Golden State Warriors, reigning champions of the NBA, is the gravity that Steph Curry has with him because you can't leave the dude alone. You Mm -mm. can't ignore Steph Curry on any given possession. Anywhere on the court. All the pairs of eyes, including the coach, including the players on the bench, are following Steph Curry to make sure he's not somewhere getting ready to launch a 40-foot three-pointer that'll sink the sands, the fans into their seats if they're on the road. Like, like falling down, hands up. Like, yeah. he's, he's wild. It's sick. Derrick Henry has a similar effect on the football field with the Tennessee Titans. When Derrick Henry is in the football game, you have to have all 11 sets of eyes um, focusing in on number 22 because if he gets that, that rock out of the backfield, you already know that second line of defenders is in some trouble if he gets through. And that's what you saw time and time again last night. And, of course, uh, my hometown, not my favorite team, but my hometown, Houston Texans, uh, they know very well just how big and bad Derrick Henry is. I'm going to run a stat to you, Jeanette. Tell me. Again, about Derrick Henry here because right now he leads the league in rushing with just over 1,000 yards 28 years old, Derrick Henry is, leading the league in rushing with just over 1,000 yards. If he finishes this out, if he does get the rushing yard crown again, um, which he did in 2019 when he ran for 1,500, and in 2020 when he eclipsed 2,000 yards, he would have been the rushing leader in the NFL three out of the last four seasons. Wow. We have to go all the way back to 1997 since that's been done. Would you be able to guess who in the 90s, a running back in the 90s that led the league in rushing three out of four years in the 90s, which running back would you go with? Tell me. Barry Sanders. Of course. Were you doing anything as a running back in the NFL or in college football for that for that sake, and your name is being mentioned next to the likes of a guy like Barry Sanders? That's big time. It's time to start recognizing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time to start dusting off that crown. Mm-hmm. It's time to start realizing where the throne resides right now in the NFL. In a league that has been so discrediting to running backs and a league that refuses to pay them, Derrick Henry continues to show how he's not just the king of all freaks, but he also is one of the best players in the league. I'm, I'm just saying, Jeanette, you can't say these same things about Tom Brady. That's, all I, that's the reason why I bring it up. Whatever. I was just going to talk and highlight that, you know, that injury was terrible for his career in terms of taking a break, but I feel like he has that mentality where he absolutely capitalized yeah. on being on the sidelines, watching, studying, looking at film, kind of putting what he's going to do next. So for me, it's not this much of a shock that he came back. Yeah. And he's absolutely dominating right now. And the crazy thing is, you mentioned the injury. He only played eight games last season. I know. 
He was on my fantasy team. <laughs> oh, you're, you're very well aware of that. I'm very well. <laughs> I was winning. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got injured. So he gets injured, only plays eight games. He still only missed the 1,000-yard mark by about 50 yards. Which is wild. Wild. On top of that, you imagine if Derrick Henry did play that season out, he most likely would have been the league leader in rushing, and that will be we're, we will be talking about him potentially doing four straight years with the rushing crown. Derrick Henry, to me, the king of all freaks here on Freaky Friday ahead of Black Friday on Ken Levick Alive. But you got to let me know who your best freak athlete right now in sports is. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, we're also going to be, because today is um, – celebrating International Men's Day, we're going to be giving out some free car washes, I believe. Or at, least, or at least some money off on some car washes pretty soon. So stay locked in if you want to know how you can, how you can get in on some of that action. Of course, we got to celebrate the men. We don't, you know, we don't celebrate men enough here, right? Oh, I celebrate them often. <laughs> well, we don't celebrate them in other ways. Oh, that's your problem. Yeah, then. well, I mean, I guess so. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll take the pass on that. I'll take the pass on that. That's your problem. we got to do some uplifting here. So today we're going to celebrate men um, a couple of times. We're going to be giving some giveaways here. So we'll get to that very soon as we um, also talk about Freaky Friday and the top athletes. I do want to go back, though, because one sport that might not get mentioned as we continue this conversation is the sport of football or soccer. Um, and I, I, I want to go back to you going to a match in Hungary. Mm-hmm. Am I saying it right, by the way? Because you keep saying it differently. It's Hungary. Okay, you were, you were saying it hung, Hungary, Hungary earlier? Was it? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. You just wrapped up in the emotions of the game. I missed it. My question is this, then. When you go to a sporting event and have no clue about any of the guys on the field and all of that, like, what, what were you rooting for? Were you just more so rooting for the, you know... Were you picking a side? Like, how do you go about that? No, so I did it through Airbnb experiences. So it was hosted by somebody who goes to every, who oh. obviously goes to every match um, hosting these events. And he's obviously a diehard fan. So as he was explaining stuff, I, somebody else in the group was looking up, like checking him. Like, oh, is this guy's going to the World Cup. All right, cool. Let me see. Let me look through the stats. Oh, so, so you got to sit with a person who knew, knew the game and knew all the players. Who knew everything about the team, about the obviously the country, the organization. So it was it was great. Yeah. Okay. I can I can see that being a thing because I'm trying I to would think. Not do that. No. You have to before you head into the match. You had to get a a fan card. Yeah. And this fan card is done just in case somebody pulls something. They could find you. I have it. What's a fan car? A fan, a fan just in case somebody pulls something like nefarious or look. I here it is. Okay, it's something where I you see, have it's to a green you have car. to put your no. That's so that's the team. Those okay. are the colors. So you have to put your fingerprint on before you head into the match. Yeah, they take your name. They take your ID. Just to, just in case you're a fan who hurts somebody else, ruins the stadium, breaks a chair, throws a beer at wow. somebody. Yeah, the, those are the protocols needed to enter that match. Fan accountability here. At, Huge at, fan accountability. At Stadion but, Car- Cartier. But there is no way I would have been able to figure that out if yeah. I didn't have somebody to go with. What, what language were they speaking there? Hungarian. So you weren't able, so you had a, a translator, you don't speak Hungarian, I'm guessing? Or? No, I do not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I had Google Translate on my phone, which allows you to like take pictures and translate everything. Oh, okay. But also, he was translating the chants and giving me the history of everything. So it was really cool. Was it just you or you had friends with you? It was just myself. My friend that I went to Budapest with, well, she bought the whole 
weekend for me, which yeah. is a great birthday gift. That's nice. And then, but she brought her my niece yeah. with us. So um, she was great. She was like, Jeanette, obviously she's asleep. Why don't you go ahead and do your own thing? That's nice. I was like, bet. So then I was looking for things to do. Saw there was a match going on that night. Found a way to go with somebody who would actually understand. Yeah. And I did. Airbnb experiences. I didn't even know that was an option. But now that you say that, that's like a really, I mean, that's a smart thing. Because if you would have tried to pull up to that stadium solo, not I would have been so lost. Yeah. And not only that, but of course, you know, as a single female you don't traveler, wanna, yeah. you don't go. Train areas in Europe are always pretty sketch. Especially when you don't speak the language. Mm -hmm. It's very rough to navigate all of that. So I wouldn't have done it, but it was cool. He took us to a few of the local pubs or the fan pubs. Beer's so cheap, so that was splendid. Smooth. And and then we got my got my fan card. And then you do not sit during a match. Standing the whole time. And chanting. Well, I didn't chant because I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> there was one English one, and the host turns to me, and he's like, oh, hey, you're actually lucky. They don't really sing this one. And I was like, all right, bet. What's the one? It was like, oh, go Freddy. Oh, something like that. Go Freddy. Go Freddy. I like who's There's a guy Freddy? named Freddy on the Why field. Why is Freddy here? Get your ass back to the States, Freddy. You don't belong here. Freddy is you. Freddy was there for you. He was like, just in case of Jeanette Javier or any English uh, native speaking person is here, I can I can give them something to do here in the stands. That's what's up, man. I got to see. Well, when I travel, a lot of times I get away from sports. Like I'm, think, I'm not thinking about, but maybe I need to work that in. No, so not to get too deep into this, but why I got into sports anyways is because growing up, my dad played professional basketball in Puerto Rico. Nice. And for me, it was so beautiful to see so many cultures and so many different people rooting for the same thing. Mm. And I loved it. So every time I have the opportunity to see sports from a different cultural lens, I just try to do it. Jump into it. Yes. And I don't care if it's international. I've been to a playoff basketball game in Germany, too. That was a blast. I've been to a couple basketball games in Puerto Rico. But it's so amazing to see how different cultures react to sporting events. Yeah. Because it's not the same as here in the States. Because here in the States, I feel like, well, here in the States too, it depends on what sporting event you're at and what city. But here oh, in the States. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like it's like, you know, you go to Philadelphia to watch a, uh, a Eagles game. That's a totally different experience than going to Utah, Salt Lake City to watch a jazz game. Like <laughs> different crowd, different energy. For sure. For sure. And different, I guess, tiers of the sports too. Uh, yeah. Different levels. Like going to a minor league baseball game is a different experience from going to a professional uh, yeah. baseball game. Right, right, right. And then also being the in-game host for the Houston Astros at a spring training game, that level of uh, that level of experience, that level of environment there is unmatched as well. So, you know, there's there's levels to this right now. For sure. I but just can't, I can't wait till you get that ring. <laughs> I can't wait till you you'll get that ring. You'll be the, I'll promise you that you'll be the first one, unless Evan Cohen shows up. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be the first one to get to try the ring. I can imagine he's going to be, he'll hop on that plane or he'll pull up however he does it. <laughs> To come in and, and check that out. That's a, that's amazing stuff right there. Um, not just talking about the king of all freaks, Derek Henry, today. Again, you can call in with your biggest freak athlete in sports right now, 888-760-3776, or tap in on Twitter at TV. We also need to talk about this upcoming rest of Week 11 in the NFL um, because we don't just have – uh, meaningful games coming on this weekend. I think that for one specific division, we have some, uh, I would say, statement-type games coming up. It's official right now. We have a definitive best division in football. Which division am I talking about, and which one of those teams will unequivocally handle business 
the right way this weekend. We'll discuss both of those things when we come back here on Ken Levick Alive for Jeanette Javier and the silent assassin Christian and Cat. I'm Theo Dorsey. We're live here on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. It's lovely when the rich get richer, especially when, well, we're talking about sports specifically, and the rich team is, well, your favorite team in my Kansas City Chiefs. I just was watching a, a highlight reel of Kadarius Tony, the latest addition to the Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver room, um, stolen from the New York Giants third-round pick, sixth-round pick. The offseason after losing Tyreek Hill, you bring in a guy who's that good after the catch. I'm telling you, Chiefs' kingdom is fortified. The walls around Chiefs' kingdom are are erect. They are large, and they are impenetrable. I am excited about my Kansas City Chiefs, Jeanette. Cool. (laughs) Cool is right. That's the only response a Bucks fan can have right now. It's (laughs) the biggest sporting event in the world. The soccer championship in Qatar will be hopping around Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast for some of the biggest matches, face-offs, and victories. Join ESPN West Palm Sunday, November 20th at the Irish Brigade in Lake Worth from 12 to 2 for some soccer fun. Come hang out, watch the match, and enjoy some ice-cold Budweiser. Our sister station, Deportes Radio, 760 AM, also has all the games for you to listen to in Spanish as well. Must be 21 or older. Brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. A lot of fun events coming up, especially with we're still in football season. Now we have the World Cup. The NBA is tipped off. NHL going on. This is really the time of year where you're getting all of the sports And it's just that much more delighting to me as a Houston Astros fan because the one sport that isn't happening, well, my team is the reigning world champion. Today is Freaky Friday here on Ken LaVica Live. I'm Theo Dorsey again filling in for Ken LaVica and Stone LeBanowitz who are out. I'm joined by Jeanette Javier, the Dominican diva who just got done traveling the world. And she saw some pretty freaky athletes out there in in Hungary. And we're going to be talking about freak athletes as we continue on this show. My guy, the king of all freaks in sports today, Derrick Henry, the man who is about to lead the league in rushing for the third year out of four seasons. The one year he didn't do it, he got hurt eight eight games in. Jeanette Javier's freak athlete, well, it's Steph Curry Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. man who goes nameless, quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Somehow, Voldemort, honey. Somehow, he's he's entered this discussion. He feels like Voldemort the way he's been, you know, (laughs) A villain of the NFL for so long. Oh my God, you're so dramatic. I do like Tom Brady, though. You see? see? Silently, I like Tom Brady. There it is. He just shouldn't be in this conversation. Save that, please. He's he's not a freak athlete. He's not. Sorry. He's just not. But (laughs) there is a guy who has a freak athlete who is maybe on the rise. Um, Max Kellerman, who I I generally don't enjoy his takes as much. I mean, it's it's up and down with him. You never know which way he's going to go, especially when you're talking about the last shot on earth with the fate of of the world in his hands and aliens about to strike down and he's choosing Andre Iguodala over Steph Curry. Well, here's Max Kellerman talking about who maybe he thinks is the uh, up-and-coming newest big freak athlete on uh, J- uh, Max, J. Will, and or Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Excuse me, how am I screwing that up? On Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, here he is talking about his probably greatest freak athlete in sports. 
Dan Orlovsky and Stephen A. Smith tried to clown me when I said before the draft, I know the Giants have Daniel Jones, don't care, draft Justin Fields because there's potential greatness there, right? The, and then when it was clear they weren't, I said, hey, the Bears need to jump up and grab that because it was either going to be Fields yeah, or Trey Lance. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Fields has greatness in there. And, and this is how I see I think I think Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen had a baby, and it's Justin Fields. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Max Kellerman, <laughs> again, on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Um, it's always weird. It's always weird when we do these crossbreeding experiences or experiments with athletes. I never really enjoy it. Um, he says, <laughs> <laughs> repeat it. Justin Fields is the love child of <laughs> Josh Allen mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Jeanette Javier, your thoughts? <laughs> okay. I, I want to know more of like how he got to the thought. Like, what was the process into coming up with that tape? I'm not. The funny part about this is, is it's <laughs> it's not entirely off because he is the next big running quarterback, the next great thing with that. But I'm not even. I'm not sure how the Josh Allen comparison ties in, and I would love to ask him follow ups about it. I and and that's what. So you yeah. took Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, looked at them both separately, and you're like. <gasps> If these two men were together, boom. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I don't know. Like, I, what's the process in coming with that? I, and how did it start? Was it Josh Allen first? Was it Lamar Jackson first? It For Max Kellerman, it could have been anything. I mean, That's this what dude I'm is, saying. He's, he's off the wall. What was your process? What, what, we need to talk. We, you know how, like, in math class back in the day, you had to show your work? Yes. 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 How did you get to X equals six? Yes. How did we get to that? X equals Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Again, let's let's hear it one more time because maybe he explains it. Maybe we're overlooking it. Okay, um, okay, okay. Again, Max Kellerman on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max talking about who, I mean, in a very freaky way, bringing up who he thinks is the next generational <laughs> freak in sports. Dan Orlovsky and Stephen A. Smith tried to clown me when I said before the draft, I know the Giants have Daniel Jones, don't care, draft Justin Fields because there's potential greatness there, right? The, and then when it was clear they weren't, I said, hey, the Bears need to jump up and grab that because it was either going to be Fields yeah, or Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fields has greatness in there. And, and this is how I see I think I think Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen had a baby, <laughs> and it's Justin Fields. Great. Um, he had me... He, I was on his side too for a long time as he was building up to it, and then he just he did the love child thing, and it just didn't make sense to me. No, at that point. And that's like he says it with such convent, uh, conviction yeah. and passion. He's yes. like greatness. I'm like, okay, I'm in it. Yeah, tell me more. I'm leaning in. Yeah, and, and then, then boom. yeah. Sometimes your takes just don't end with a bang that you thought that they would, but. <laughs> Justin Fields has looked good. I mean, the Bears are three and seven right now. They're not a playoff team, but the one silver lining to their season is that now it feels like they have a competent quarterback. Um, they're you know making plays. Justin Fields' his rookie season it was abysmal. Even the start of this season did not look good. But let's look at his last three games here, or let's just do the last two because the game against the Cowboys where they lost forty nine twenty nine. We can just skip right over that. Uh, November sixth. Against the Dolphins, it was the big shootout. The Dolphins win that one 35-32. Justin Fields goes 17 for 28, 123 yards through the air, three passing touchdowns, and then on the ground, 15 carries, 178 yards, and the score on the ground as well. Justin Fields was a freak in that game. Now, did the Bears win? No, but do the Bears ever win, right? Exactly. It's 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 not it's not necessarily their uh their their beckoning call right now, and then the next Sunday, which just happened, 
um, over this past weekend against the Lions, a 31-30 loss. Justin Fields goes 12 for 20, 167 yards through the air, two touchdowns, one interception, and then again on the ground. 13 carries, 147 yards, and two touchdowns. In both of those games, he had a 60-plus touchdown run on the ground. And in both of those games, he eclipses 140 yards on the ground. He might be the first quarterback in decades to go three straight games with 100-plus rushing yards. Um, Justin Fields can can kind of enter this conversation. Jeanette, I mean, is there any – outside of the freaky, weird conversation that Max Kellerman wants to have, which is like ESPN after dark, is there <laughs> is there any – I'm in it. Is, right. <laughs> is there any – you know, do you have any problem with Justin Fields maybe entering that conversation as one of the next great freak athletes in the league? No, he doesn't. The fact that he's such a star on that team and the one shining moment yeah. for the Bears to watch him grow and become a leader. I'm pretty sure he might be going somewhere else, but yeah. it's nice to see. <laughs> it's nice to see for right now while we have it. While we have while it. While the Justin Bears Fields. have it. Oh, yeah, while the Bears have it. I guess we'll have his whole career. The Bears might not. Uh, be able to hang on to him so long. But but quarterbacks don't usually move after their rookie contracts in the league if they're any good. Um, we'll have to see what happens in Chicago. What we do know right now in the NFL as we are into week 11, this is a huge sample size. I mean, we're more than halfway through the season. We know what teams aren't, but we also know what teams are. And more specifically, we know what divisions are in the NFL. And I think we have it now, people. I think we finally have come to a conclusion. The NFC East? It's the best division in football. I know before the season, we thought it would be my AFC West with my Kansas City Chiefs. It was supposed to be Broncos country, let's ride. They were supposed to be a solid team. The Chargers, who can't help but get in their own way, were supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. And then the Las Vegas Raiders, who, I mean, I mean, Josh McDaniels is their coach, so I don't know why we expected <laughs> anything less than 2-7. and seven. But again, AFC West, we, we touted before the season as this is unequivocally going to be the best division in football, and it might be the best division of all time. But this year, we have an NFC East that has taken that crown right by the horns, if you will. And what I want to do here is talk about what the NFC East has ahead of them this weekend. I think this is a big statement weekend for the NFC East if they want to continue to prove to be the best division in football. And I just feel like there's one team that people are going to sleep on this weekend – that people are going to have low expectations for this weekend that's going to make a big statement win. I'm going to run off these games that the NFC East has right here, and we'll start with the Detroit Lions at the New York Giants. The Giants hosting the Lions, a three-point favorite in that matchup. The Eagles play at the Colts. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. The Washington Commanders, three-point favorites at the Houston Texans. All of those games look like gimmies to the NFC East, which again has been dominant this year, and they've won games that they're supposed to win. Jeanette, the number one game I look at this weekend when it comes to the NFC East, and it'll have a lot of eyes on it, the Cowboys at the Vikings, one-and-a-half point favorites on the road. The Vikings 8-1 and one this year, and a lot of people are thinking this is a spot where the Cowboys lose, the Vikings continue their role, in the NFL, in the NFC specifically, and some of those people include somebody that I actually hold near and dear as one of the best football commentators, one of the best voices when it comes to being analytical and breaking down football um, that we have, especially on ESPN. I, I, for one, believe the Dallas Cowboys not only beat the Vikings, but make a huge statement, might even get a double-digit win over the Vikings on the road here because I just don't think the Vikings are all that good. Yes, they got Justin Jefferson. Yes, they've got Dalvin Cook. 
And yes, they do have a better defense than we anticipated before the season. I just don't see it. The eye test isn't giving it for me. But a guy that I respect, Ryan Clark, on Get Up This Morning, describing why he feels the Vikings will uh, be able to dethrone the Dallas Cowboys, who are in the midst of a great run right now. How do you suggest they stop Delvin Cook, though? Do you truly think you're going to put eight men in the box when Kirk Cousins walks up to the line staring at Justin Jefferson? I'm not, he don't look off ever. Kirk Cousins is staring at Justin Jefferson. They got safeties rolled over there. He snaps the ball. He don't even look at the snap, y'all, because he's staring at Justin Jefferson. And he throws it to him. And he's covered all the time because teams are doubling him. People are on top of his head. He had the greatest three-handed catch of all time on 4th and 18. And so what we're going to do if we're the Dallas Cowboys who gives up boatloads of yards rushing is we're going to throw eight men in the box and we're going to say, Kirk, with your 17 chains and you're not as hairy chest as I actually expected it to be on the plane, hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook. Hell no. This is a conundrum, and the Dallas Cowboys are in all heaps of trouble defensively if they think they can stop the Minnesota Vikings. They better just score a whole lot of points because you stack the box, 18 going to get 200. You play with a light box, Dalvin Cook going to get 200. I am interested to see what Dan Quinn does. Hey, that's Ryan Clark right there. Again, a voice that I know and respect that is saying the Cowboys don't really have a chance to stop this Vikings offense. I just see it differently. I don't think the Vikings are all that good, and some of the stats bear that out when you look at some of the more analytical stats. I know they're 8-1. I know they have the crown right now in the NFC. I'm just not so high on the Minnesota Vikings. For you, you're a Bucks fan, I know, and you're very concerned with what happens at the top of the NFC, Jeanette. When you look at the NFC East slate of games, when you look at the Cowboys being at the Vikings – the Commanders being at the Texans, the Eagles being at the Colts, and the Giants hosting the Lions. All four teams are favorites this weekend. All four teams expected to win. Which team in the NFC East do you think makes the biggest statement this weekend? Can I point something out before I give my take? What up? Did you think that you would be talking about the NFC East being no. the best no way in hell. division right now in week nine? On it's, NFL? it's week. It, it happened in week. It's week eleven now. Week eleven. Sorry. So it's a large enough sample. But you're. That is the bigger story of all of this. Is who in the hell saw this coming from the NFC East? It's bizarre. Daniel the worst Jones. team there is the Commanders, who are five and five. The Eagles are eight and one. The Giants are seven and two, and the Cowboys are six and three. And that's with Dak Prescott being a couple games out. It's that's sick. wild. It's sick. It's sick. And, and two of those teams, Dak Prescott out. Also, Carson Wentz has been out for the Commanders, which has proved well for them. They've gone 3-4 and gonna, four with Taylor Heineke. I was going to say. But still, for you to have two teams who have quarterback trouble, right, in the midst of a season, and four teams that had lower expectations this year to have the best division in football, it is one of the more shocking revelations of this NFL season. Yes. So don't pass by that. You said Can't it so casually. And I was yeah. like, Does, do you know what you just said? <laughs> the NFC East. Week 11 yes. is the best division right now. It's crazy. Well, but that's that. It's crazy. I kind of want to go with you and the Cowboys beating the Vikings. Yeah. I hope. They've had a lot going on this season. It's If they can get that win, they'd be 7-3. and three. Yeah. And I'm kind of just rooting for the NFC East at this point. 
Because the is it because the NFC They're South the is underdog. so bad? No, they were the under like not that they were the, the underdog from the get go. Yeah, but I love that story. The story of them coming up from like if you would have told me before the season that the NFC East would be the worst division in football, I wouldn't have argued. No. I wouldn't have argued. I would have been like, well, that they have a chance. Especially when Dak Prescott got injured, I was like, huh, that yeah. that's it. Yeah, and you expected nothing out of the Giants, even though they got a new head coach in Brian Dayball. You didn't expect much at all out of the Commanders uh, because they had Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera. Like, nothing about the NFC East, when you look at it on paper, screams best division in football. But when you watch it play out through 11 weeks of the NFL, it's the best division in football. They all have better records than the Packers right now. Oh, yeah. That's wild. It's wild. It's also a low bar thanks to the Packers right now. What, what's the Packers record now updated after Thursday Night Football? Four and seven. Four and seven. Four and seven. It looks like Aaron Rodgers has found himself a number one receiver. Um, but About time. Yeah, I know. I know. But four and seven is a hole that I'm not sure even the back-to-back MVP and Aaron Rodgers can dig himself out of. I want to know from you, which NFC East team is going to make the biggest statement this weekend? They're all favored. They are all um, above 500 or at 500. They're the best division in football. Which team in the NFC East going to make the biggest statement right now on NFL's Week 11? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We're also going to be giving out a very good giveaway here, and I want you to also call in for that. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Unlimited Auto Wash is celebrating again International Men's Day. Unlimited Auto Wash has unlimited monthly plans that offer inside and out hand washes with tire shine for $44.95 a month. Save up to $5 off any watch on Mondays if you're a guy, $5 off on Wednesday for the ladies and seniors 55 and older. Save $5 off every Thursday. With seven locations, there is an unlimited auto wash near you. Visit unlimitedautowash.com to find the location closest to you. Unlimited Auto Wash going to be giving out some car washes to the fellas today. We're going to give you more information on that when we return. We're also going to give you, again, which NFC East team has the best chance to make the biggest statement this weekend, the Eagles. Remember, coming off of a loss in primetime. I know that they're playing a sorry team. But, again, coming off a loss in primetime, they've got something to prove. The Commanders, who's going to be at quarterback? How good is that offense going to look? The Cowboys, can they beat the mighty Vikings and the Giants? Can Brian Dayball continue to scrape together wins with that makeshift offense? You let me know. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we're going to be giving out car washes. Hop on the phone lines. We'll tell you how after the break. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Theo Dorsey. This is Ken Levick Alive. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. Don't be riding out here with your cars dirty, man. Don't be riding out here looking sluggish. You got to be clean right now. We're entering the holiday season, and that's why Unlimited Auto Wash is going to be giving away a free car wash, giving away a free car wash celebrating International Men's Day, and this is how you can grab it. Call in right now. We're going to take the third caller. The third caller is going to get a free car wash courtesy of Unlimited Auto Wash, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's the number to call in right now for a free car wash, a hand wash, a tire shine. This is something that might cost you upwards of $44.95 a month to get in on, but you know what? 
We're giving you a free car wash for International Men's Day. Call in here now to Ken Levick Alive, 888-760-3776. We're also taking your calls on who is the NFC East team that will make the biggest statement this weekend. They're all favored, and they all have a chance to kind of make some noise, make some noise. It's the best division in football, and we'll start with Henry, who is in West Palm Beach. Henry in West Palm Beach, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Which NFC East team do you have making the biggest statement this weekend, Henry? The Dallas Cowboys. Okay, I'm with you, but how so? How how do you think they're going to be able to stop that Minnesota Vikings offensive attack? Because I'm a little nervous. Ryan Clark said on Get Up that they can't do it. Why are you so sure about those Cowboys? Well, look at the Cowboys. The Cowboys have the best sucker in the NFC. A lot of people want to hate on the Cowboys. For whatever reason, I don't know. We have the best offense. We can score. We have the best defense. What makes you think that Minnesota just going to run over the Cowboys? Do you the Dallas have, Cowboys, they think. Huh? Did you see that, that catch that Justin Jefferson made? Do you have anybody on your team you think can defend that? <laughs> That's just one catch, man. We <laughs> Listen, last week we beat uh, the Packers. We just made another mistake. Everybody talking about running the ball and timing the yards. We was winning up into the last quarter. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys. The quarterback, the quarterback got burnt. That's how they got it. It had nothing to do with the run. Everybody want to condemn the Cowboys each and every day. The Cowboys just, the Cow- they always talk about other teams. What about the Cowboys? We got an explosive offense. We got a running attack. We ran the ball. We got the best defense. But nobody wants to give Dallas the credit. Okay. There's always something against the Cowboys. You watch. We're going to I got stop you. them Vikings. I got you, Henry, and thank you for the call, Henry. That's uh, I, I like that. I like the Cowboys talk there. I mean, but we have two and a half decades full of proof that the Cowboys always disappoint at some point. It's not our fault that we continuously doubt the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Well, how about the fact that they haven't done anything for the past two decades and a half? I like the team this year, though. Michael Parsons looking like the best defensive player in the in the uh, in the entire NFL. Jeanette, those Cowboys they strike a little fear in your heart. No, but I like watching. Tony Romo on TV. <laughs> so thanks, Cowboys. That he, he they did deliver you a Tony Romo uh, broadcasting career that he's living after his quarterback career, what I which is going great. Them for. It's going great. It is going great. We gave out that unlimited auto wash, car wash. That is perfect. Well, you know what? Anybody that was listening that didn't make it to get that free car wash, um, courtesy of International Men's Day, we're going to be giving out a second one in the second hour. So make sure you stay tuned in here on Ken Levick Alive. Also happening in the second hour, Jeanette, I have a big quandary. I have a close female friend that has um, a quandary going on in her love life, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go to an expert. I'm going to go to Jeanette Javier, who can kind of be uh, maybe a, like a, a, a whisperer here. I've been out of the game for two and a half years. I don't, I don't know what these dudes are doing these days. Maybe you can give some good advice on that. It's ironic you said that because I just downloaded Bumble last night. There we go. There we go. So you know what's up. I'm scared. Yeah, I know. Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) I feel you on that. We're going to get to that and much more in the second hour, including another uh, free car wash giveaway here on Ken Levick Alive. Ken is out. Stone is out. But it's a big Teddy takeover with Jeanette Javier on Ken Levick Alive. 
And we're live here on ESPN 106.3.